the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Jesus said, I come in the volume of the books that are written of me. God wants you to do the same. Jesus lived what was written of him and more. God wants you to come into agreement with him and speak what is written about you. The title of our message today is You Are the Great Overcomer. What will happen if you confess what is written of you? You will overcome It's a time that we in the church have to begin to live what is written about us. Then we will truly take the victory. It's time to stop struggling and stop being defeated. I've come with a message for you today, a message of power and deliverance. I want to show you four steps that when you have a dilemma that you're facing, four important steps that you can follow to receive answers from God. I know many are struggling right now with so many circumstances, but today the Holy Spirit will impart to you wisdom and understanding to take you to a new height. The Holy Spirit wants to lift you to a place where you see, hear, and know what God is doing. Worry and doubt. No, we're going to cast it out, and it's time to stop that struggle. I want to share with you an experience that I had one day, and it was a struggle for me. I had such a heavy burden on me and I was dealing with a situation where I had to organize a very important meeting. And on the other side, they weren't cooperating for me to organize this important meeting. And so I asked for, you know, their assistance, but I received none. And I had to communicate with this particular company to cause this event to happen. And so I couldn't accomplish anything without their help. At least that's what I thought. I thought that was so. So I sent an email, no answer. I sent a text message, and I got one little phrase back that didn't help me at all. I couldn't meet my deadline without their input. So, well, I went to God's altar, and I prayed. I began doing my normal prayer, and the circumstance came up in my mind as I was praying, but the Holy Spirit pushed those thoughts away from me. 
And and I couldn't sit and ponder on what to do about the situation because the Lord had pushed those thoughts gently away. And then suddenly, as I was reading scripture and praying for others, the breakthrough came. God showed me that he was in control and that all was well. I prayed for a while longer. And in my prayer time, I went further than, you know, my normal prayer time. But then I came out of prayer. I came out without an answer, but I came out with peace. Now watch this. I began confessing God's word over the dilemma. And after the prayer time, visions came. They came a little later, but visions came a day or so later. And I had my answers of the outcome and what God was going to do. I was confessing God's word. God is within me, the Holy Spirit. The Messiah is with me. God has neither left me nor forsaken me. I was confessing out of my mouth what I believe in my heart. We must confess out of our mouth what we believe in our heart. This is the shadow of his wings. This is the secret place. I had found over the years being anxious and worrying means that there's a lack of prayer. Maybe you're spending less time than you used to. Maybe you're in that point. That's the point where I was in my life at that time. For some, the lack of prayer can mean one struggle after another and another. Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the light. God cares about everything that concerns you. And he wants to be a part of every part of your life. Let's review now how I got my answer. First, I had a great dilemma. And maybe you're facing something right now or in the future. But you'll need a process. This is just one of the processes that we can talk about. One of the ways to get answers. And so I went to the altar of God, one, and I prayed. And two, I did not pray about the stressful dilemma. I set it aside. That's called casting all your cares upon him. And three, as I was praying, the situation came up in my mind and it was pushed away. I could not sit there and think and ponder about it. So I didn't ponder on the dilemma in prayer. And four, I began reading scripture and that brought calm to my mind. As I was praying for others, I began to pray for others and their situations. I refused at that point to go back to fear. The Lord was taking me over the situation by his spirit. The spirit of the Lord was rising up on my behalf. While praying for others, a breakthrough came and peace came into my mind. And I didn't have an answer right then, but I had peace. And after that, the answer came as I was confessing the word of God over myself and over the situation. God loves you. He said, fear not, for I am with you. I learned not to fear when I had a dilemma. It takes a disciplined mind. You've got to determine in your mind, I am not going to walk in fear. I am not going to walk in fear because the word of the Lord says, fear not. Did you know that your name is written on the palm of God's hand? I want to stop right now and just pray for you, Father. I'm praying right now, Father, take all anxiety, every fear, every doubt, every form of worry, Father, that's prevailing over my brothers and my sisters' hearts, Father. Oh, Father, assure them that you prevail for them in every situation that they're facing and will face, Lord. 
Lord, you truly never leave and you never forsake in deep water and great trouble. You've called us by name. But the word of the Lord says, would a mother forget the child that she has nursed? Surely she would not. Neither have I forgotten you. See, I've written your name on the palm of my hand. Thus saith the Lord in the book of Isaiah. Be not afraid, for I am with you always. Thank you, Father, that you have an answer to fear. And it's faith that you have placed within us. It's Jesus' glorious gift that he has given us in his name. Genesis 15 and 1 says, I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. It's one of my most favorite scriptures. What are you saying here, Lord? When I first read that scripture, I just could not even contain. I couldn't even, it felt like I couldn't receive the magnitude of that statement of what God was saying. We inherit what God has. I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Could that be what he is truly saying? A reward is something that's coming to us. It's something that's given from one to another. Normally, isn't that right? Well, let's talk about inheritance for a moment because he says, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Now he's talking about us inheriting something. Perhaps no one ever left anything to you before. Maybe just maybe no one's ever loved you enough to leave anything to you. Perchance you've come from a family who's lived in such poverty and life has been so difficult. It's been a struggle and there hasn't been anything to leave as an inheritance. Or or maybe your experience is rejection uh, over inheritance and a family member left everything to another brother or sister and you were overlooked. And Or maybe uh, did you experience a devastating experience of betrayal because what was promised to you was never mentioned again and the inheritance that, that it didn't even really exist and perhaps you feel unloved because you have never inherited anything at all. God wants you to inherit all that he has and all that he is. That's Genesis 15 and 1. God tells us that he himself is our exceedingly great reward. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm convinced that the majority of the church does not know the power that they have. They don't know their inheritance. I'm convinced that many struggle in their mind and there is no need to struggle at all. We have a famous family theologian and he's called my daddy. (laughs) He is a famous philosopher in our family. And he says, half the things that people worry about, Valerie, they don't even exist. (laughs) What is he saying? Well, for one, he's saying that the way you think things will work out for the worst, it probably isn't going to happen that way at all. And further, some of the things that you worry about that that God is going to bring you through that and the way you dream of it being, it isn't going to be that way at all. God's going to bring you through the circumstance and he's going to prevail for you and he is going to lift up another standard and he is going to take you through that circumstance and bring you to a place of victory. Half the things people worry about don't even exist. God said, all that I have and all that I am, uh, I'm giving it to you. I'm paraphrasing, if you will. Now, wait, but that's a really big promise. We cannot overlook it. It's so tremendous for the child of God. Your inheritance is great. God has promised an inheritance by the covenant, not only with Abraham, but also the blood covenant that he made with us. By the way, a better covenant he's made by the sacrifice 
of his son Jesus. So now when God comes into our heart by salvation, his spirit enters in and our nature is changed. Our thoughts are to be changed. How are we changed when we came into Christ? We were changed by his spirit and that changes our experiences. And Matthew 11, Jesus said of John the Baptist, there is no greater than anybody been born of a woman than like John. And then he says this, but anyone who entered into the kingdom is greater than John. Can it be both? (laughs) Can it be both? Let's look at this in depth for just a moment. He said the kingdom of God is experienced violence and violence take it by force. And so the word violence in this translation has a different meaning in the Greek, which it doesn't mean aggressive. It doesn't mean violent. It means to crowd out. And so what he really said is if you're going to enter into the kingdom of God, then you are going to have an invitation for a holy king to enter into your heart. And when he comes in, he's going to flood into your heart his rules, his ways, his thoughts, his commandment, his world. He's going to flood into your heart the love of God, the faith of God, the mind of Christ. Anything that's not like him, not in his image, that isn't of him It must be removed. It's going to be crowded out. It will be overtaken by his spirit. And so our old way of thinking, our carnal behavior, I'm talking about behaviors of the flesh that are unlike God, all of our attitudes that are of the world, the spirit is God is going to overtake them as he makes our heart new. You begin to see yourself and the world in a new light. He shows you also that you are in Christ and that old things have passed away in your heart and he's doing a new thing. You have a new confession. Our faith in Christ is also called the great confession. John the apostle and high priest in Matthew 3, 1 said, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, set your focus on Jesus, the apostle and the high priest, whom we confess. What are you confessing? Hebrews 4 and 14, through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, to hold fast means we must stay totally committed to the confession of our faith. This is going to crowd fear out of our mind. To hold fast means to stay fully committed to our confession, our profession. In one dictionary, we find the scripture in the Greek, the root word homo meaning same. And so here it means the same as what is spoken. So when we profess, we speak the same words or the same thing as God speaking the words of God. Now we can see the expression. Let us hold fast our profession or confession. Plainly, it's telling us, let us stay wholly dedicated to saying the same thing out of our mouth as what God says. Our conversation will be positive. Our conversation will be of the goodness of God. And then there's a shift and the reward that he has. That'll be our conversation. The truth of who we are. That becomes our conversation. The truth of deliverance. That becomes our confession and our profession of our faith. Does this make Jesus our high priest of our confession? It certainly does. We are speaking his word. It's filled with his spirit. We are confessing him. We are speaking by his spirit. Because when we speak the word of God, 
by the Spirit of God, we are actually confessing Christ Jesus. That's how he becomes the high priest of our confession. That's how we are saved. So, beloved of God, what do you profess? What is your confession? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Is it fear? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, courage, and a disciplined mind. Your confession is vitally important. After I came out of prayer over that great dilemma, I began to confess what God confesses about me. I began to confess that the Messiah is with me, that the Holy Spirit is within me, that I'm guided by the Spirit of God. And every time a thought would come to me of negativity about the dilemma, I would confess my faith because I know that I am an overcomer and I am more than an overcomer, that God has given me the victory by Christ Jesus. He is the high priest, the confession of our faith. We must confess whatever God confesses. Our mouth, out of our mouth, we have to speak the same things that God speaks. So I want to ask you today, what's coming out of your mouth? What is the confession of your faith? Are you confessing the same things that God confesses? Jesus said, I come in the volume of the books that are written of me. So he was, he's saying, I come and I am, I'm living, I'm walking in what is written of me. I am living what is written about me. Are you walking? Are you living in the volume of the books of what is written of you? Because if you are, you will be more than an overcomer. You will confess. Your confession is vitally important. If you doubt, if you worry, then you will speak that and you will speak doubt and worry and you will experience doubt. You will experience a great struggle within. When the Lord visited Isaac in Genesis 26 and 24, he embracing the covenant he had established with his father Abraham, the Lord said, fear not, for I am with thee. That's what he was saying to Isaac. I am with you, Isaac, and I will bless thee. God said, fear not, don't be afraid. He is perfectly telling us, fear not. And then he's saying something that if we take part in it, if we partake of it and let his words be true, then we cannot fear. He said, fear not. Don't be afraid because I am with thee. If we believe that God is with us, how are we going to walk in fear? Not only did he say fear not, but he said, I'm with thee. If I believe that God himself is with me, then why? Would I be afraid if I know this scripture and I am still afraid, then the word truly isn't established in my heart. I've strayed from it. You may be confronted with a difficult predicament and it appears impossible. But as an alternative of talking about how terrible it is, look at the Holy Spirit of God within you and confess the Holy Spirit is within me, strengthening me guiding me, enabling me. You will release a confession of faith that will bring you the power of Almighty God manifesting through you in your circumstance. God will bless you 
You will be successful in all of your ways if you practice living this way. And it must become a practice. If you say today, I will confess what God says. I will profess what God says. The profession of my faith will be a confession of what God says. I come in the volume of the books that is written of me. The ruler of creation has placed within you his spirit. And now, now he is renewing your confidence because he wants you to confess what he says. Confess that he is greater than any circumstance that you're facing. John 1, 4 and 4. You are God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He who is in you is greater than any armies. He's greater than any circumstance. He's greater than any dilemma that you'll ever face. He is greater than anything in this whole world. Nothing can come against you that's greater than almighty God. God wants there to be a shift in your life today for you to step into another dimension. Begin to confess what God has spoken about you. I come in the volume of the books that is written of me and began to confess what is written in those books about you, that you're more than an overcomer, that God is with you and that you fear not, that God is your exceedingly great reward, that God is your shield. As you begin to confess your faith, You will crowd out negativity as you begin to take every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Your heart will be over flooded by the spirit of almighty God. You are aligning yourself with the Holy Spirit and God is going to bless you. He is going to sustain you and keep you. You You're going to see the power of almighty God manifest in your life because you are confused. Confessing the profession of your faith. You are saying what God says. What will happen if you say what God says? You will see manifestation of the power of God in your life. You will see the light, the power of God overtake your circumstance. You will see as you profess the word of God over your children, over your life, over your spouse, over your finances, over your nation. You will see the power of God manifest in your life. You will see the impossible become possible. You will see the light of God. You will see the power of God come in and raise up another standard when the enemy comes in like a flood. As you begin to confess what God confessed, you crowd out negativity out of your heart and out of the heart come the issues of life. You begin to crowd out negativity and doubt and worry. The struggle ends. The struggle for faith ends as you confess the word of God. As you speak what God speaks, there is no greater power in this world than the spirit, the power of God. Learn to confess your faith. That's why your faith is called the great confession. Confess only what God speaks 
and you'll see the power of Almighty God. The title of today's message is, You Are the Great Overcomer. God is blessing his people, rising up with new power, with a level of faith that's unshakable, unmovable, unstoppable. God has invested in you the power, the presence of his Holy Spirit, and that makes you more than an overcomer. As you confess the word of God, you take every thought into captivity. When that negative thought comes up, confess your faith. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.